0: okay welcome back to another episode of the spotlight series show where we watch a genre of movies every month and we pick some of the best ones out of it Bella, are you eating that cord and then she leaves as that when i ask her the question i see her mouth moving on the fucking cord then she leaves but we are at the tail end of animation month i thought you guys already did that yeah this one's like different types of animation just about all of our picks this month have been a little different. So like, just like the one we're doing tonight, it's the Lego Batman movie. So like stop animation, computer animated situation. Computer
1: animated stop motion. Yeah. But also mixed in with a little bit of real life stuff.
0: Yeah. So if you don't know anything about the reason it says Batman movie, but it says Lego in front of it, that's because of the subsequent movie before this. It's just what like the, Le- the lego movie which had everybody's voice in it and it was just about this world <laughs> of lego people and and then just Many one figs. yeah little figurines and one of them emmet and just his life and everything's awesome but and everything gets a little different and they're building stuff it's a really cool world uh we got uh, one of the lego people he's freaking out about spaceships
1: <laughs> oh, 1980s Astronaut. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And part of the group was Lego Batman. It was voiced by Will Arnett in the
1: Justice League.
0: Which I think is probably one of the better Batman voices. Even, yeah. even though he said doing the Batman voice really hurt. And,
1: <laughs> and then he was like, Yeah, I'll do a whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, I could fuck through the whole movie. At
0: the end in the credits when he's doing his rap, he said that rap was one of the hardest things he had to do. Yeah. Because he was doing <laughs> words really fast with that gravely ass voice. Yeah. Apparently, in the testing, he did it once, and they're like, "Yeah, that's great." And he's like, oh, "God damn!" <laughs> <And> he's like, <laughs> "Did well, anyone I'm- have to record this one? Because I'm done." Right? Every time he finishes up lines, he just coughs up a little bit of blood. <laughs> <laughs> so, with the first Lego movie, uh, we may re- review it at some point. Uh, just Batman helps out, and even in that movie, he's super duper loner. Even though he was, was he hitting on um, Emmet's the girl that he liked?
1: they were boyfriend and girlfriend
0: that's what it was so Batman does help out but he's kind of a douchebag the whole time
1: well you if you haven't seen the Lego movie you have to know that all of the characters um in the movie that we spend any real time with except for Emmet, are master builders meaning that they can build pretty much anything with any blocks just out of there, it's like basically they have green lantern power except they're building it with physical legos and emmet who is ends up being the chosen one is trying to become a master builder basically he has to be a master builder if he's gonna be the chosen one it's like this whole thing so all you really need to know for this lego batman movie from that movie is that batman is already a master builder
0: so anytime we talk about DC-related things, anything Batman-related or comic book-related, this is canon. This universe is canon to... Everything. Justice League and stuff because DC's got hundreds of realities. Just like how Marvel right now is doing like multiverse stuff, DC has been doing that for years. So there is a universe out there where all the heroes are Legos. And this one's a little weird, too, because they are the Justice League, and that is Batman, but he lives on two tables put together. And so they they actually bring it up. That's part of the plot where it's like, if those tables, if like the structure breaks down, then the whole city will just fall into nothingness and no one knows what that is.
1: Which is another thing you would understand if you'd seen the Lego movie, because this is all (laughs) out of someone's imagination while a real human somewhere is playing with their Legos. <laughs>
0: that's what the fun fact was. Thank you for saying that, Katie. So, someone was talking about cosmic horror movies, and that's kind of like when people see Cthulhu or something like that, like a like a elder god, and they lose their minds, or they can't perceive what the fuck it is, because that thing is so much bigger than them, mentally, physically, everything, that their minds can't perceive what it is. It's the same thing with the Legos. If they see something real, they don't Understand it, and they don't see it. And someone's mom was talking about that, and they were like, "Oh, Cosmic Core. That's 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 like the Lego Movie." And then they were like, y- "Yes." And then they got confused. They're like, "Yes," because <laughs> there's another level to it, and none of the Legos understand it. And if they do see a person, they actually can't see them. It's weird, but yeah, it's like a kind, kind of, of yeah, but it, it gets odd, but. This film, like I said, this is the second one. The first Lego movie did great, so they're like, "Let's run this shit." But these movies take a long time to do. Probably a lot less time than back in the day. If this was legit, hundred percent stop animation, no type of computer animation, this would take forever. Like Wallace and Gromit, those movies, there'd probably be at least twenty more Wallace and Gromits if they didn't take forever to do. That's why Chicken Run. We, I think they got a sequel just like a couple years ago it just takes forever to do stop animation it it, so you know it's a little bit digital now but this is directed by chris mckay and he does tons of things that everyone laughs at he's he's edited seasons of robot chicken he did two seasons of moral oral so it's like davy and goliath like that christian cartoon but making fun of stuff so he's funny the screenplay was done by seth graham smith that's the author that did pride and prejudice and zombies abraham lincoln vampire hunter which is a really good fucking book and i want to think i think it's called silent night and that's the one where uh, the three wise men they they meet baby jesus but they're like assassins <laughs> they went through a lot of shit to get to baby jesus and so they got to protect them it's a really good book so, yeah, it, they got all these awesome people together to do this. Uh, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller—they produced it. They do movies together all the time. I want to say what Clad and Chance Meatballs. They did Clone High, and they helped do a movie we actually did this month, and that is Into the Spider Verse. So they're all about quirky group animated things. That's like that's their shit. So. With this movie, this is a legit Batman story and actually dips into a lot of things. So this Batman, depending on the history of this Batman, it's the person that's controlling everything he knows or she. They know a lot about Batman. So this Batman has been Batman for, what, 80 something years? Mm -hmm. And all the movies... There was, those are just phases of his life, and Alfred actually brings it up. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, remember that phase and this phase," and it just goes through all the movies and the shows.
1: Yeah, and they they show even all the way back to Adam West Batman where he's dancing and yeah. like, <laughs> trying to seduce Catwoman with his horrible dance moves, yeah,
0: wiggling and in shit. that
1: gray and blue suit.
0: Yeah, this it's fun. There are tons of references to Batman films, cartoons, comics. It, it it's funny. Like five minutes in they do this, oh, Joker has all these villains on his side. And they went through like 30 villains. And then when it was over, I leaned to Katie and I was like, they're all real Batman villains. And then Joker's like, yeah, they're all real. He said it and I was like, oh my, cause he knew someone was gonna ask. He's like, yeah, that's worth the Google. They're all real villains. So, but with this story, it's Batman very much like in a lot of stories, he, he flies solo. He doesn't need a partner. So this is before he meets the first Robin, and that's Dick Grayson. And it's him trying to do everything on his own. And he's pretty good at it, but then he gets overwhelmed. And so it's Batman learning that he has the trust in, in love again. So it's a really cool story. And the overarching theme is the song Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. <laughs> you hear it multiple times quotes pop up so uh, yeah it, it's a fun one so if you have not seen lego batman movie seriously give it a shot it's really really fun oh uh one more fun fact if i think of it right i believe the company called animal logic and their an anim- uh, animation and visual visual effects company they helped do team america world police so they're all about puppetry and stop animation and stuff so they're like the company. If you need something just a little different, they're the ones you go to. So they helped out with this. So in this movie, we have, like I said, everybody. Will Arnett's Batman's voice. Zach Galifianakis is Joker. Michael Sarah, he's Robin. Rosario Dawson is Barbara Gordon, Batgirl. Uh, is it Ray Fiennes?
1: Ray Fiennes.
0: Ray Fiennes. He's Alfred. And he's a really good Alfred, <laughs> so Voldemort's voice.
1: Except he doesn't play Voldemort in this movie. Yeah, they
0: actually had some other person Voldemort, drew Voldemort is before. in this movie. He should have did it, but Ginny uh, Slate, it's Harley Quinn. Wasn't a bad Harley Quinn, really. Uh, Hector Elizondo, it's James Gordon.
1: I love Hector Elizondo.
0: And Ellie Kemper, uh, we meet her later. She's someone named Phyllis, and she works for the gatekeeper of the Phantom Zone. And so people have thought that that's probably one of the kids. They just keep all the bad toys in another corner. So uh, it, it gets weird, but uh, there's tons of characters, tons of cameos. Fucking Richard Cheese, he's a lounge singer in real life. They made a Lego version of him and he's singing Man in the Mirror. Uh, like I said, it's it's funny stuff. Channing Tatum, he, he's the voice of Superman.
1: A uh, little holdover from the Lego movie. Same yeah. with uh, Green Lantern. And the other characters of the Justice League—they all came back from the Lego Movie.
0: Oh yeah. So uh, we'll get into the story. Like I said, it's it's that layer of kids movie and adult stuff. But it's honestly, it's for any comic book fan. You you'll seriously like enjoy it. Or if you're not even a big comic book fan, it's just a Batman movie
1: or a Lego movie. If yeah. you just like Legos. Did you mention Zoe Kravitz
0: is? Oh, Catwoman. I was gonna go through some of the the names later, but yes. So it's even funnier because Zoe Kravitz got the role of Catwoman in the newer Batman movie, but she also voiced Catwoman, what was it, six years before that in this. And she's like, she says meow before and after her sentences.
1: Yeah, it's very like Daniel Tiger. (laughs) Like
0: she's a cat. Mr.
1: Rogers. (laughs) cattering
0: yeah. a kitty cat situation yeah. happening she's like an actual cat she's like yeah we got him meow, meow. <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's a fun one so uh when we start it's gotham is getting attacked actually a plane flying into gotham uh its designation was mcguffin and so if you don't know what that is mcguffin means a, a plot device that's important to the story but you don't have to explain why it's there what's the reasoning behind it? It's just there. Like if Katie just, there was like a a ice skate in the house, just one ice skate. Don't explain who skates, why you have an ice skate in California. But then later she kills somebody with the ice skate, but you make sure to put the camera on the skate for like five seconds. That's a MacGuffin. It's just there. You're like, what? why is it there? Are you going to explain it? No, I don't have to. That's MacGuffin. So this plane is full of bombs, the old TNT bombs with the little, the wick all types of tnt and explosive thingies from legos that you can build and two good friends are flying the plane oh no joker and his goons take over the plane and so now joker has this gigantic plane full of bombs and his game plan is he is going to set the bombs underwater at like the core of gotham city and destroy the structure because he just wants to break it all and oh no Let's call Batman. So just like any other movie or story with Batman, he comes flying in and we learn that it's not just Batman versus Joker, which is already a handful for form. It's Batman versus Joker and, let me do this real quick, Man Bat, Captain Boomerang, Egghead, Crazy Quilt, Racer, Polka Dot Man, Mime, Tarantula, King Tut. Jeez, that's an old one. That's from the fucking old show. Killer Moth, March Harriet, Zodiac Master, Mutant Leader from Dark Knight Returns, uh, Dr. Phosphorus, Magpie, Calculator, Hugo Strange, a version of Red Hood, but not the good one, Uh, Orca, Gentleman, Ghost, Clock King, Calendar Man, Kite Man, Cat Man, Zebra Man, and Condiment King. Uh, When that happened, I I legit looked at Katie. I was like, those are all real fucking villains. So um, we get a really cool song and it's just... Batman shits on everybody because he's he's Batman so he has a choice to either save the city or catch Joker and Joker brings up the fact that like you know it's me and you we're like the yin to our yang it's like we will always fight because that's our thing they're in this relationship and I love the references that they are in a relationship it actually comes up in the comics a lot that Uh in what the Dark Knight Returns when Batman was old. When Batman gave up being Batman, Joker stopped being the Joker. He gave up. And he was just in the crazy house catatonic. But then when Batman came back 30 years later to fight, Joker was sitting there looking at the TV and just starts smiling and gets back up and starts doing bad stuff. He's like, Now I have something to live for. So it happens all the time. When one's alive, the other one's alive. They it's very much like Harry Potter and Voldemort they have to kill each other that's the only way they can go down so but this batman doesn't feel the same way and he says i don't care about you i don't care about anybody he's like i can do this all on my own and he says some mean ass shit
1: you're not my enemy you're not my arch enemy you're not even like top on the list i don't even think about you yeah
0: you're nothing to me i was like god damn yeah
1: (laughs) the most brutal breakup you've ever heard in your life
0: and Joker is sitting there tearing up. His face he's is like, like
1: crying, <laughs>
0: tightening up. It felt bad, but Batman lets Joker get away and he diffuses the bomb. So the town is like, We love you, Batman. And he's like, I know. <laughs> uh, what some was it like an Italian chef came up to him, said something in Italian. He's like, Prego.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Keeps walking, uh, kisses a baby, and then he hops into his Batmobile that can turn into a bat wing or turn into uh
1: anything. Yeah,
0: honestly. Because he's a
1: master builder. He and he's driving
0: home. But then he stops by the orphanage because he's going to give the kids a show before he heads home for the night. And he goes out up, out front to the orphanage. All the kids run out. And we see Dick Grayson. He's actually the one that calls the kids out. And he
1: like set up the meet and greet with Batman. Yeah.
0: He shoots merchandise at the children. with a bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> Merch gun. And he shoots But uh, Batman bucks at him. So I guess he has a park somewhere. <laughs> they could spend the money at (laughs) and he does like 10 donuts around the kids in his batmobile and then speeds off (laughs) so batman or bruce wayne he heads home and it's funny he doesn't take his helmet off so this batman is honestly just kind of like the batman from the last movie that bruce didn't want to really be bruce he just wanted to be batman so this one he keeps his helmet on he gets home and Alfred raise him a plate of lobster thermidor (laughs) it's his favorite meal so i looked up what lobster thermidor is so you cut a lobster i don't know down the middle i guess or flat ways take all the meat out you saute it like cook it up and season it up and make like a gravy a sauce and you put it back into the lobster and then so you have a bowl i guess but they're gonna put it on a plate anyway and you eat the lobster out of the lobster. <laughs> but this Bruce doesn't do that. He just eats the lobster straight up. So
1: yeah, because it's a cartoon.
0: Yeah. So he's, you know, at the microwave waiting and stuff. The effects are amazing in this movie. Goes out to his, I don't know, indoor giant Olympic pool, eats finishes his lobster thermidor and plays a little bit of his guitar. <laughs> and Alfred tells him that he needs to get out and actually like. To do more with his life he just wants to be batman he's like well you've been doing it for a long time and you have these weird phases but you really need to get over your greatest fear and batman's like what do you mean my greatest fear and I, he, don't,
1: oh, I don't have any fears yeah he
0: doesn't want to say it but his greatest fear is he doesn't want to be part of a family he doesn't want to trust anybody because his parents got murdered when he was a kid so but then he says what clown snakes or snake clowns yeah yeah, with some version of that. That's his greatest fear. So br- the next day, Bruce Wayne attends a uh, event, a winter event, and it's celebrating the retirement of Commissioner Gordon and the new commissioner, his daughter, Barbara. The second Batman sees Barbara, the song, uh, I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight.
2: Oh, I just died in your arms tonight.
0: <laughs> Was it Cutting Crew? Oh, yeah. I think it's Cutting Crew. Must have been something you said. <laughs> and Barbara's gonna be the new police commissioner. And Batman's like, that's cool, you know? And then, but Barbara brings up the fact that we don't really need Batman. And maybe Batman can work with us instead of being just this crazy vigilante that comes in and doesn't care about property damage or doing anything. He just comes in, he wins the fight, but everything gets destroyed and then he leaves. And that comes up a lot in a, in a lot of comics. I want to say batman white knight robin and batgirl were actually part of the police force they actually had their own SWAT team the batman kept saying no and then it got to the point where everybody was like if you don't join us batman we'll have to stop you because you're a vigilante and he's like good luck so he's fighting the bad guys and the cops and robin and batgirl so it was a really cool thing so all the villains crashed the party and joker he comes in too, and so Batman comes in to save the day and Barbara and they're trying to get the mayor which is voiced by Mariah Carey (laughs) and Commissioner Gordon out of there this Commissioner Gordon like the old one he's like useless like they keep moving him out of the way and he's like oh oh what's that so he's old and he just I like in this world he's not he probably was effective at some point but now just Batman just like slightly moves him out of the way so he doesn't get hurt by things um But no, Joker comes with the group and they all surrender, except Harley Quinn. She runs off. So they're all in Arkham Asylum. Batman thinks something is wrong with this. There's an issue with this and he's watching them. It's very much a Batman thing. So while all of this was happening... Dick Grayson came to the gala because he's asking Bruce Wayne questions about how do how can I get adopted like
1: all the orphans are there because they sing
0: oh man in the mirror they
1: sang man in the mirror
0: yeah so he's asking him like what can I do to make myself look better and Batman's not listening to him he's looking at Barbara and so he just keeps saying yes to everything and he's like well are you looking for an orphan are you looking for a kid he's like yes he's like uh were you looking for a kid that's a little bit older maybe he's like yes he's like one that knows karate he's like yeah he's like oh, do you want to adopt
1: me like one that has intense acrobat skills yeah or something like
0: that <laughs> he's like do you want to adopt me and he's like yeah sure sure kid and he's like oh so that's how dick grayson gets adopted in this world which i think is hilarious so batman knows joker's up to something that's obvious so he decides that he's going to shut joker down once and for all but he needs a special weapon after getting nonchalant clues from harley as she has a um what a a, a delivery uh, a cleaning service yeah and it kind of a
1: uniform cleaning service yeah but
0: it 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 was written in a way to save phantom zone so he realizes he needs to steal superman's phantom zone projector so if you watch the second superman movie not the not any of the newer ones the old one with christopher reeves that's how he beats the three kryptonians when they came down to beat his ass because they were whipping his ass real good
1: he also does it in smallville
0: oh yeah 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 so the phantom zone projector it just traps you in this place and you can't get out and you're like this little little sheet of glass floating through space screaming so did they change that but so he decides that he is going to sneak into the what's superman's place called i forgot
1: uh oh my gosh the fortress of solitude thank you
0: (laughs) to get the phantom zone projector but the tube that the projector is in the room it's too small for him because he is way too swole to get through so he needs someone tiny someone expendable
1: the whole justice league is having a party there celebrating like the 75th anniversary of the justice league and the whole rest of the Justice League is awkward as fuck because they're like, damn it, we didn't invite Batman. And Batman doesn't even think about it twice. He's just like, oh, I just didn't even look at your invitation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's just awkward as fuck because they don't really like Batman because he's a loner asshole.
0: Yeah. At so this point. he sends Dick into the fortress to get the item, but he gives him a, a suit. He needs some type of outfit. So, as he picks Rastafarian Man, I believe that was the name of it. Yeah. He rips the pants off because it's a little too constricting. It's the Robin suit, the old ones, the one he has like the little tights on. So, Dick dodges all of the traps that Superman put into the room and he gets out with the Phantom Zone projector. So, they head into Arkham Asylum. Uh, They try to sneak in, but then the alarms go off because dick just has the gun just like tucked in his pants behind him (laughs) it's just sticking out so they try their best to run in there and do it but they get locked up and but he actually sends the joker to the phantom zone he sends him there and then batman and robin get locked up because that's they're going against the law so I, i get that so while they are putting up the fan projector into storage and stuff we see that joker gets uh, chosen so there's this robot this giant brick that judges everybody that goes into the phantom zone and her name's phyllis but no phyllis is her boss i can't remember the name
1: no was name it phyllis, phyllis.
0: Oh, okay so phyllis she says oh joker yeah you're crazy evil yeah you deserve to be in here he goes in and he meets some of the worst villains ever and you're like okay you know that's that's cool no the worst villains ever. Like, Sauron's Eye. Well, the Eye of Sauron from Lord of the Rings. The Wicked Witch of the West. Lord Voldemort. It was Eddie Izzard. Actually did the voice. King Kong. Swamp Creature. Medusa. The Daleks from Doctor Who. The Gremlins from the Gremlins movies. And I'm missing something. Godzilla. Yeah. They could be shot at Is like I gotta go.
2: And British robots
0: yeah they're robot. robots so it, it, it's all the best villains from just every oh and agent smith and his clones they're there that's like <laughs> security they're just everywhere on the roller coaster they were going to be more villains but they just ran out of time they were going to actually have bill from kill bill <laughs> so i don't know how that was going to work and then someone from gangs of new york uh one of i think daniel day lewis's character oh that are been to, great that's been great yeah I don't, kids wouldn't have understood that one. That's a, that's a deep cut. (laughs) Like (laughs) mommy, who's that guy? Like, yeah, don't worry about it. (laughs)
2: He's a butcher baby.
0: Right. So Joker talks to all the villains and he tells them when I get released and I'm going to get released, I have a plan and I can get you all out. I just need you to help me with this plan. They're like, yeah, sure. If you can get us out, we're down with the plan. He's like, cool. So Harley steals a fan projector and releases joker and everybody so batman he starts to fight he's like i gotta do this but 100 percent, he is overwhelmed for the first time ever and barbara and dick and alfred he gets his own bat suit and it's like the super old one with the really long ears i think like alfred's suit mm-hmm. so they all help him with this uh he goes through a ton of stuff, and he actually starts softening up. And so, when they make it to Wayne Island, uh, Robin he's super pumped because they're gonna they're gonna win. And he's like, "Hey, let's take a selfie. I want to take a picture with my like new family. I love you guys." And he takes a picture, and it just reminds Bruce of the picture he took with his parents the night that they walked down Crime Alley and they got murdered. So he decides. To trick all of his friends put him inside of the batmobile and send the batmobile off to get what was it chimichangas like across yeah, yeah. Something, across town something like that yeah and it's funny the batmobile is like in this like dog form and he's like get out of here get <laughs> he's, like, he's trying to chase off the batmobile and it keeps turning back around looking at him he's like are you sure he's like i said get <laughs> so batman he, he's going to take care of this on his own because he doesn't want his new family to get hurt. And I get that. that happens all the time. So Joker, just honestly believing now that Batman is incapable of changing. He's like, you'll never change and be part of a team or say that, no, you know, you hate me. So in this world, when you say I hate you, that means love. He's like, you'll never say it. <laughs> he's like, well, you're kind of annoying. He's like, it's not the same. <laughs> So Batman gets zapped into the Phantom Zone and then Joker steals all the bombs and that giant bomb. And so he's going to blow everything up once again. That's Joker's plan from the beginning. So in the Phantom Zone, Batman finally sees all the things that he's done to make him an asshole. And there's tons of lines in this movie that was just kind of said nonchalantly kind of as a joke. But then when you go back and listen to it, he was mean to Alfred. Alfred. He's, he told Alfred that he's not his dad, even though Alfred is his fucking dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In every version, Alfred is his dad. Uh, he, he just hates on Robin and puts him into danger. He doesn't care about him. Mm-hmm. And he you know he goes back to him telling Joker that it doesn't matter. I mean, no one matters. And he's like, holy shit. He's like, I'm a piece of shit. It finally clicks him. And he accepts his greatest fear, you know, being part of a family again. So he makes a deal with Phyllis that he can come back to Gotham, to and he'll bring every prisoner back, and he's got twenty four hours. So Batman comes right back in time, saves uh, what they take out. What Godzilla? They like crashed like something into his face, and he apologizes to all his friends, and he's like, "I'm sorry I left, and I need your help." To stop Joker. He actually, I don't know how, when he made it, but he made bat signals in the sky for Alfred, Barbara, and Robin. They all had their own lights. So they realized that there's not enough of them. There's four, and they barely they took out a couple of villains, like Sarin's eye. They like tricked Godzilla into blowing it up, but they need help. So they go to Arkham and they free all of the villains. This actually happens a few times. When Batman takes on the Court of the Owls, he realizes he doesn't have enough manpower, so he calls all the kids. So every Robin that's been a Robin, Batgirl, Huntress, everyone comes back to help him, but it's still not enough. So he asks all the villains in town to help him with this because he tells them if these owls take over, they're going to destroy Gotham. They're going to destroy your town. Help me. And the villains are like, shit, you got me, Batman. If Someone's going to break this shit. It's going to be me. So all the villains help him. And it's really cool to see. It's like, you know, he's right next to Clayface. And he's like, hey, throw me over here. So it was really fun. In this, all the villains help him. Because Joker just, like, left him in in Arkham when he ran off. He's like, oh, I got better friends. Like, that dude has a magic wand. He's shooting beams and shit. I want to be with him. So they all start fighting. And unfortunately they don't stop the bomb before it goes off and this is the bomb that's trying to break the structure of the whole city yeah yeah of gotham city and it just means the two tables are a little too far apart and the whole lego structure is going to (laughs) fall so the the lego people because they are lego people they attach to everyone's feet to their head and they make this long little bridge of them. And Joker's side, he has all the villains do the same thing. And Joker and Batman hold hands and they hold the the town together.
1: They flex their abs and pull the town together.
0: Joker says he doesn't have that many abs. He's a little flabby but he'll do his best. And people all around town do the same thing. They all hold hands and and it's funny, the music's all dramatic and then it just snaps together like the Legos just hooray and they all start cheering. (laughs) So with the city saved, Batman, he realizes that he made a deal to Phyllis in the Phantom Zone. So he's like, well, take me back. You know, I, we made a deal. But Phyllis tells him, like, no, you're not a bad guy. Only bad guys can come here. You're, you're a hero, man. Like, look look how much you changed to save everybody. Get out of here. <laughs> and all of the Arkham villains, Batman tells them, get out of here. He lets them go. And Barbara's like, Sh- should we, like, do something about that? And he's like, I'm going to give him, like, a 30-minute head start. Let's go get breakfast. And so they get food. Well, they eat, what, lobster Thermidor? They go back
1: to the cave and eat lobster Thermidor. And then they
0: watch Jerry Maguire.
1: Jerry Maguire. Yeah, because it was the movie he was watching all by himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, so every time, like, a romantic comedy, there's, like, a serious, like, love scene happens, Batman laughs, and it's this, like, crazy laugh. Yeah. That was actually Will Arnett's laugh and he did it once and it was gonna be a placeholder for the laugh he was supposed to do. Yeah. But they liked it and they never went back to it. So it just stayed. So that's why his laugh is just so weird. <laughs> He's yeah. like, ah! And ah yeah. just they just left it in. They're like, ah, fuck it. It's fine. So there's a new bat family. They they eat, they watch a movie together, and then they, they...
1: laugh hilariously at the end when yeah. she's like, You had me at hello, and they just laugh yeah. like <laughs> They're insane.
0: <laughs> then they all head out as a family to catch all the villains. And then Robin, what, he comes up with a song. I think he texts Batman and says, like, hey, can I, can I play that song now? He's like, no. He's like, please. He's like, okay. And then a song plays at the end. It's actually a really catchy song. Mm-hmm. So, Katie, who is your favorite character in Lego Batman?
1: Um, I'm gonna let Greg go first.
2: I'll go with Dick. Dick Grayson. It's funny, last week we talked about the straight man and the sidekick and how much I really do enjoy a good straight man, but I just loved the element of goofiness that Dick Grayson brought to the the film. Obviously, the entirety of his goofiness, but I just enjoyed his performance overall. I mean, it's really hard to really separate any individual... Performance from anybody's in this particular one, but I think that character I found to be the funniest. That was Michael Sarah. Yeah, Michael Sarah. Yeah,
0: didn't quite sound like him. So good job on him. Yeah, I think he like kitted it up a little bit, uh-huh. probably raised his tone a, a bit. So it's funny you say that. So their mindset of when they picked their Dick Grayson, they didn't go with a hardened Robin because Batman was like, what they said was they wanted to put Ben Affleck's Batman with Bert Ward from the old cartoons. So like this gruff grizzled yeah. Batman against the most
1: cheaper's Batman.
0: Yeah, the most encouraging, like never like like get tired kind yeah. of Robin. And they said that would be the funniest thing to do because the they just annoyingly positive and super clingy. Yeah,
1: they were right.
0: Yeah. And it's a good combination, would never be that way ever. But I, I love it. Katie
1: uh so I'm glad I let you go first because I was also gonna say Robin but now I'm gonna switch to my go-to in all other Batman versions ever and that would be Alfred Pennyworth Uh, um, I love Alfred so much he is so funny in this one he's just like he's so snide and sarcastic in this one. He is able to get away with a lot more like shit talking basically <laughs> at Bruce or at Batman because they're cartoons and like, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> and it's just hilarious. And, you know, in the newer Batman, the one with Rob Pattinson, um, the guy who is, fucking Alfred like does a really good job at kind of prodding him in the right direction like
0: yeah kind of pointing
1: him yeah kind of pointing him where he's supposed to go in uh, like hey maybe you know you should go to this fundraiser because you're Bruce Wayne and you need to do that Um, but this one in this movie this Alfred gets to just be like hey you're being a jerk right now go do this (laughs) (laughs) and it's hilarious because alfred's the best
0: andy circus i couldn't remember his name i was
1: gonna say gollum and then i was like that's that's a lot we're we're throwing in a lot of just like this person voiced this thing
0: so i went with as i always do when people work they work i'm gonna go with the combination of batman and robin it's fun stuff i love that batman tells dick to not call him dad like don't call me dad he's like okay padre (laughs) <laughs> he just does other words because he has to say something like dad because technically he got adopted by him mm-hmm. so and it's funny he's not smart enough to realize that Bruce Wayne was Batman so he's like I got two dads awesome <laughs> and, he's, and like, he's like
1: I'm not sure dad Bruce Wayne dad would like this
0: <laughs> so he's like it's all right <laughs>
1: I talked to him already
0: yeah what's the rule on cookies cook unlimited cookies he's like yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, but no, Batman and Robin together. There's a reason that Batman's better when he has a Robin around. Even though they usually get hurt or die. Batman's better. He he He's more human when there's someone around to, like, I don't know, make him realize that he's an actual person. Browns him more. Yeah. At some point, I know Robert Pattinson said he wants a Robin. So I don't know if the next movie...
1: Excellent. He's like the only one to want a Robin. Yeah.
0: So finally, I'm, I'm I'm excited, man. Give me, give me Robert Pattinson with some ninja kid, like please. Give that's, me. That's gonna be an interesting dynamic. Yeah, because he seems young, even though he's supposed to be like late twenties, like thirty ish. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't look old, but Robert Pattinson doesn't look old. So there's a
1: kid who is really wanting to be. Oh, he, his Robin. Greg watches the show. Uh, it's the kid from Euphoria. Um. Oh, my gosh. What is his name?
2: The one that dated Kat?
1: No, the little one.
2: Oh. Ashtray. Oh. He,
1: he wants to be Robert Pattinson's Robin. And he has grown up his whole life being a gymnast and a boxer. Like, those are his two things. So much so that his, like, ultimate goal in life is to go to the Olympics for either one of those things oh wow yeah so like he would make a fucking amazing robin with a background in boxing and gymnastics yeah, like kind of that is <laughs> dick grayson like give it to me yeah
0: <laughs> hmm. hopefully hopefully they pick one i'm curious if they'll do dick or just do Damien just like this is actually your kid so we'll, mm, we'll see I don't think got.
1: Rob Pattinson's old enough to I don't think they're making him old enough in the movies to yeah. like yeah, he has a 10-year-old kid or 12-year-old, 15-year-old kid like
0: yeah. But what they did, they sped up the development process so he was instantly like a 10-year-old kid. But anyway, we're getting off the off the rail. Uh but yeah, Batman and Robin was great. Katie, who's your least favorite character if you have one?
1: Uh first half Batman when he was like <laughs>
0: yeah, he's an asshole.
1: solo and a super dick. I hate when Batman is mean to Alfred. Like, I I love Batman and all the different versions of Batman, but when he is mean to his old man dad, Butler, Alfred, that shit cuts me deep, and Batman can go fuck himself when he does that shit. So, <laughs> first half Batman really was just making me upset, but he gets way better in the second half, and then you love him again, so. Uh, Greg?
2: Oh, man. I gotta bail out on this one for once. I got, I got nothing
0: yeah <laughs> so uh, katie beat me to it but it it honestly it's when batman's a dick to alfred that's usually like I always grump about it in the new movie the the batman but i i gave him a mulligan on that one because he's young young batman's a dickhead because he just wants to be batman he doesn't care about anything else and alfred's like hey you should probably take a nap, bud. You've been up for like three days. Don't tell me what to do. I'm like, okay. okay." But then when he gets a bullet in his body, he's like, okay, I'll help you take that out and stitch you up. He's like, thanks. And then goes back out and you know, he's Batman again. It's funny. There was a comic where Bane actually kills Alfred. He's back now. It's a comic book. But Batman, he actually just was out in the world fighting. And he was fighting so long to the point he actually had like Like facial hair under the mask and he never went home so all the robins had to come together and actually stop him because he was so torn up about it but he never told anybody that he was that torn up about alfred dying that he just went out and beat the fuck out of people but it was to the point where low level like in alleyway kind of people were getting hits on him and like stabbing him but he's like nope gotta keep going they're like dude you need to sit down, please, and so he finally realizes, like, I really miss out for, he was always there for me, I'm like, yeah, man, <laughs> how do you not know that, but like I said, he's he's got a lot of emo things in his mind, you know, he's, like I said, he just wants to be Batman, he wants to beat people up, so, so let's do seven-word synopsis, so I think I have two, I wanted to come up with a third, but I can't remember it hey look at this i actually made a synopsis for once batman finally learning that family is good and then my second one lobster thermidor sounds like a great meal i told katie i'm gonna make (laughs) well i'll eat lobster thermidor and i'll show her i'll be in a robe in a kiddie pool eating lobster thermidor being happy katie
1: if you set up a kiddie pool on our hardwood floors I'm <laughs> smacking the shit out of you.
0: <laughs> I'm Obviously, gonna be in the fucking front yard for the hoses. <laughs> I just get cups and just keep pointing in there.
1: Okay. Uh Batman learns that sometimes he needs help. Yeah. And then fantastic cast, tons of references, Legos, laughter. Greg.
2: The Cape Crusader turns friends into family.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice.
2: A really good one, <laughs> and uh, this is really good. Will Arnett writing that Lego train real hard?
1: Shit, bro. Good. I ass. don't know. I don't
2: even know if that was seven. I just tried to do that just now off the top of my head. Sounded like seven. Shit. Um, I say that because have you guys watched Lego Masters on Fox at all?
0: I've seen one episode of it. It's a good watch.
2: I watched yeah. the first season. Bailed on the second because I just didn't have time. But if for those who like Legos, and obviously you know Will Arnett's Will Arnett, so he's a very funny host. But they have some very creative building challenges, and it's 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 a it's fun watch. And what they'll do sometimes is um once they've made the build and the uh, cast members are explaining what the story behind their builds, they will take those said builds and like animate them. While they while there while there's a voiceover of those cast members discussing the story, so they basically make their builds come alive. That's, that's fucking, cool. That's fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. it's 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 enjoyable watch for sure.
1: Easier to have Will Arnett do the hosting of that show than to get someone like Chris Pratt who's just doing like <laughs> nothing but blockbusters at this point to host the Lego show, like to host um, a show about Legos. Will Arnett's better anyway yeah oh I agree. hundred percent funny fucking dude He's hilarious and he has like legit voice acting skills. yeah Um. but you know,
0: yeah, I love me some we' like that He's hilarious. i we at some point, we'll probably have a Batman month down the road and we'll finish up because that we've done what Batman returns done a lot and the them. new Batman That's we've done it a lot. but we've done every other weird version. So we haven't done the first actual Keaton Batman. I have not re- reviewed that one. Okay. And then Forever. Uh,
1: we did the one with the penguin.
0: Yeah, returns. Okay. But we didn't do Forever, and we didn't do the one Greg
1: Ah Bad
0: <laughs> Batman and Robin. We haven't done that. I one.
1: love that movie. So. Yeah,
0: we've done everyone. It. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't
1: watched any of the Christopher Nolan ones because you don't like any of them. So.
0: I like the second one. But everybody likes the second one.
1: Yeah, you hate the first one and the third one. So
0: I'd rather watch the first one than the third one. The third one's oh, absolute I trash. One. Damn, they hate that Batman's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid in that uh, movie. Anyway. We yeah. did
1: Justice League. That's another Batman one. No, we didn't. I thought we did. We
0: just watched it. Oh, well. Because it, it came out and we were like, damn, this is like 18 hours. hours ago. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, shit. Did we do Batman versus Superman? No. Fuck. Oh, yeah, because I don't like that Superman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you don't like Hobo Clark?
1: <laughs> God, why would you do that?
0: I live in a van down by the river.
1: Henry Cavill looks so good, too. Like, oh, he was perfect. Yeah. And then they just, like, wrote the shittiest script known yeah. to humankind yeah. about, like, let's just change his fucking whole background. For some reason he's a hobo on an oil rig. What?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's if- what Superman does. What? Ever. No, he never does. But anyway, this film came out January 29th, 2017 Damn, in Ireland. I'm upset. February 9th in Denmark, February 10th in America, and March 30th in Australia.
1: Oh my god, that's
0: Yeah, I don't know why Dublin got it first like a month before everybody else.
1: It's only a week. Oh, oh,
0: it was a week. Sorry. I thought I said January 9th. Anyway, what do you guys think the budget for Lego movie or Lego Batman was? Katie
1: 70 million.
0: Greg? Yeah,
2: that is expensive. And I bet uh, we've got to review that movie. (laughs) And I bet uh,
0: $71 million. He's
1: going to do that shit to me.
0: The budget was $80 million. Of
1: course
0: it was. (laughs) He's dancing. He's dancing. (laughs) So, what do you guys think the box office was, Katie?
1: 280
0: million dollars.
2: Okay, Greg, I was not gonna go
1: that far. God, (laughs) the kids' movie, so it likely made four times at least four times its budget. Oh,
2: and I bid, God, oh, (laughs) (laughs) and I bid 279 million dollars.
0: See. Under,
1: (laughs) see, See?
0: yeah, see,
1: yeah, see, yeah.
0: The box office was three hundred and twelve million dollars. Yes, this movie did great. Yep. Uh, obviously, going off the Lego factor. So, everyone's like, that Lego movie was great. This There's, one should be good too. This one has
1: so many like contributing factors as to why it did so. And good.
0: it's a Batman it's movie. It's a Batman so movie. It's hurt. a Lego
1: movie. It's a kids movie. Like, yeah. this is a movie for everybody.
2: <laughs> did it's this a- do better than the Lego movie?
1: No. It really?
0: Did I want to say the Lego movie. The movie.
1: Lego movie made so much goddamn money. Scott. Let me look it up real quick.
0: Uh, the Lego that. movie. That'd be cool if this did better, but I feel the first one probably did better. The
1: Le- Lego movie made four hundred and sixty-eight point <laughs> one million dollars. <laughs>
0: Damn,
2: I'll never watch it again either.
1: Oh, I love that movie so much. Greg
0: <laughs> said, not get no more money from me."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I watched
0: Lego Batman in the theater. We went to see it. I watched the Lego movie. It was afterward. I, think. I
1: made you watch it
0: when you. It moved was on here. DVD, right?
1: I watched it in the or theaters, but when you moved out here, I made you watch it because yeah. you hadn't seen it yet.
0: Yeah, but no, I <laughs> the second I saw the previews, because the previews had uh, that Wiz Khalifa song "Black and Yellow" in it. For this one, yeah, yes. I was like, I'm, I was like, they already had me when it said Batman Lego, and I was like, yeah, they already got me because I love uh, Legos are fun. So
1: the original Lego movie cost. Uh, 60 to 65 million dollars so cheaper than the batman movie which makes sense because i don't know because reason well because it wasn't completely animated there was live action stuff so that would have taken less work for that like
2: yeah gross yeah
1: fantastic um and then it just made an insane amount of money
0: oh i forgot Two Faces' voice was Billy D. Williams. And there's a reason Billy D. Williams got it because the original sequel actually, he's in the first Batman movie with Michael Keaton. In the second one, they were going to actually have him get hit with acid and stuff, but they were like, "Eh, that's too many villains in one movie. So they were going to make it in the third one, but then people didn't come back. So we got Val Kilmer as Batman. So they didn't want to continue it. So Billy D. Williams would have been. A, a black two-face so they were gonna go that direction so it sucks so they brought him back for this which i thought was cool and i think that's everybody oh yeah at the party uh uh was crypto the wonder dog he's the dj
1: <laughs> yeah
0: the dog was on the ones and twos just scratching. uh but now this this movie's super fun it opened alongside 50 shades darker yeah <laughs> and john wick chapter Two. Oh, fire so, yeah it was
1: that was a busy weekend for us we went to both yeah. of those that weekend
0: <laughs> and then the third week of the movie out it finally dropped to second place at the box office behind get out
1: oh okay so mm,
0: yeah get a, out what a summer right that's what i'm saying man Fuck. so that was yeah Get out came out. I was like, that was a fun time for movies. So what
1: what it was this March? What a March.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, what a man. spring break. Right. Yeah. So no, but all the reviews I see, everybody's like, it's good. It's fucking great. It, the average grade is like an A minus on the scale. So but I mean, there's somebody you- out there that's like it's okay. So you know, but yeah, you know, like I said, it's pretty solid. So uh with that, that is the end of the show. So if you have any other cool fun facts about Batman, like the one time where he couldn't save a little girl that was trapped in a like, vault, of, a vat of water, he tried to punch his way into it to save her and she drowned. He started taking venom and he got addicted and he was like a crackhead and actually villain, villains threw the drugs on the ground and he went for the drugs first and they got away. And so he, he locked himself in the bat, the bat cave for like a week. And got off the got off that stuff. <laughs> Could have been a crackhead Batman got a hold of the wrong stuff.
2: So he kind of like Miles Davis himself.
0: Or yeah, he Miles it? Davis himself to get off the venom. <laughs> and then that story's right before the story Nightfall, where Bat, where Bane breaks his back. So that Batman was already getting off of drugs. So he wasn't hundred percent. And then he stayed up for a whole week catching everybody. And then Bane was like, "Give me that back," and snapped it. So. There's this whole contributing factor why Batman got his ass beat by Bane the first time. So, but you can tweet us at...
1: AllentownPod.
0: We have an email is,
1: Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. Allentown Presents.
0: So, ladies and germs, with this, this is the final Spotlight Series episode for Season 3 of Allentown Presents. Yep. Because we is are... seasons right we're right there the next episode i don't know what number it will be but we will be in the fourth annual halloween screamathon i've had
1: literal days away
0: yeah i've had greg pick some uh one movie i haven't seen in a very long time but it actually has a sequel coming out so i'm pumped to watch that one again i haven't seen that there's some good ones so i'm very pumped I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> Greg Blackpatty's like yeah, I want that one and fell asleep. Uh, but no, there's some new movies, old movies. i'm like I say, every year, the selection is pretty damn good. So we'll see you on the other side for season four, Valentine Presents. Okay, bye guys.
2: Bye. I'm with the main.
1: Asking him to change his way. Now I'm there with the man.
2: And do it. If you're gonna make, 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 make a change. Make
1: a change.
0: Make that motherfucking change.
2: Boom. Yeah.